ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Blah, blah. Welcome everybody to One Plus One Makes Two Holiday Edition. And listeners, we are going to deck the halls today with a contentious issue. Let's discuss anti-Semitism. We will still have time to Christmas carol, decorate the tree, give gifts to each other. But for now, we must adhere to our podcast platform by including a spirited argumentative topic such as anti-Semitism in America. Well, Bob, are you going to ask me my opinion? Mother Nature, you're playing me. I know you are. Well, ask me anyway. Fine, Mother Nature. What's your opinion about anti-Semitism? Thank you, Bob. My opinion is no opinion. Ha, Mother Nature. By definition, your no opinion is not an opinion. (laughs) So what do you say about that? No opinion and stop trying to be tricky with me. Come on, Mother Nature. You're, you're here in our studio looking very human in a very good way. So be human. Have an opinion. Right, wrong, positive, negative. It's all up to you. What the heck? Well, Bob, I'll just repeat what I've said before. I have no favorites. All my offspring are equal in my mind. Therefore... There is no such thing as anti-Semitism as far as I, speaking as Mother Nature, is concerned. However, speaking as a human, an extremely attractive female, I might add, I have latitude and attitude and am highly suspect of things of which I know absolutely nothing. It's like being afraid of the dark, don't you think, Bob? True, a common response. What we don't know may hurt us. (laughs) Yes, Bob, it's all about survival, as usual. And trust is required for survival. Well, yes, Mother Nature, but before beginning our discussion on anti-Semitism, I must relate to our listeners what I now behold. Mother Nature is here today, garbed in a scant... Silken Santa jacket, bright red and trimmed by white fur. The shoulders of the jacket fitting loosely to the benefit of a deepened, widened placket. Her navel serving as its apex of the V-shaped placket. The jacket's hemline rises two-thirds the distance from knee to hip. Her feet nestled in white suede pointed booties ankle height, and trimmed by white fur. Her belt, a twisted white rope, fitted firmly around her slender waist, and her cap, elfin-like, topped with a white tufted fur snowball. And lastly, her lustrous black hair in tresses flowing down neath her cap to rest upon her shoulders. Mother Nature, I have the perfect expletive for you this Christmas. What is it, Bob? Wow! Mother Nature, I have a New Year's resolution, too. Danny's good with a camera, so we'll turn this podcast into a YouTube video so our listeners can see the photos, the pictures, 
the real beauty of Mother Nature. That's awfully sweet of you, Bobby, baby, but my darling little lust-ridden fool, aren't you forgetting something? What, Mother Nature? The topic, anti-Semitism. What are you waiting for, Christmas? <laughs> That's funny. Okay, listeners, let's start with history. Until 1948, when Israel was established, Judaism had never been the national religion of any country. Islam has, Christianity has, but not Judaism. However, they have been the persecuted minority in several countries. And we know if it doesn't kill you, it just makes you stronger. Well, unfortunately, it did kill millions of Jews over the centuries past. But it also has made them a very strong unified group. Now, I really can't dislike or hate, have any anti-type feelings towards a group who has overcome adversity and is the stronger for it. Now, let's talk about education. The average Jew attains 13.6 years of formal education. The average Christian attains 9.3 years on the average of formal education. That's a remarkable difference. Not necessary, but real. And it's due to the culture, Jewish culture. Even in their prayer books, the job, the duty of the parents is to educate the child, not the school. The prayer book does not mention the school as the main contributor to the child's education. It is stressed many times in the religious prayer books that it is the duty of the parent. Well, apparently, no pun intended, that has a positive result by those figures. 13.6 years of formal education for the average Jewish child compared to 9.3 for the average Christian child. Well, we're discussing anti-Semitism. Can we hate the Jewish religion and people for being intelligent enough to know the importance of educating the child within the home? As a psychology major, I chuckle when I hear on the news of parents in America complaining about our school system. Parents, if you have not spent enough time with your children so that they can read, write, and know their basic arithmetic before they enter kindergarten, then I don't mean to point fingers, but parents, you have not done your job as a parent to give your children the benefit of those basic skills. Now let's extend those skills into kindergarten and beyond. A Jewish child has, upon entering kindergarten, all the habits of a healthy, confident human being. He respects the teacher and the process of learning as he was taught to respect and to learn from his parents. He accepts the learning environment as his own. Common sense tells us that this child enjoys school and accounts for the average 13.6 years of formal education achieved by Jewish youth rather than the 9.3 years by Christian youth. And there is a hefty correlation between 
education and income why individuals with a professional degree such as a PhD, medical, law, or a degree in education usually earn three times or more than an individual without a high school diploma. Therefore, the Jewish emphasis on education gives the average Jewish adult a higher income than the average non-Jewish adult. From this perspective, the Jewish religion and culture is worthy of admiration, not the derision and hatred of anti-Semitism. But listeners, wouldn't you know, as usual, when a religion demands political power, dissension, hatred, and even violence results, as is clearly manifested by the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Using the religion of ancient Greece for an analogy, the Achilles heel of Judaism is its creation and present sovereign power of Israel. Israel was created for political and religious reason alone, not for most of the inhabitants of that region, which was formerly a part of Jordan. Listeners, in my mind, the most significant, proper, and fair belief of a religion must be do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It is tragic that the American and Israeli political objectives negate this belief, hence anti-Semitism is eminent, past, present, and future. Also, it is a pity that the original two-state solution created in 1948 by the United Nations, the United States, and Britain favoring the establishment of Israel and Palestine was not implemented. Not only is this the major cause of anti-Semitism, but also anti-American sentiment for the United States continues to veto the two-state solution demanded by the rest of the world's nations. Well, you know, Bob, it sounds like misperceived demands of survival. Too bad. By means of intelligence and science, peace can be attained. Right on, Mother Nature. And I'm for moving on to another topic, Christmas as the season of giving. So now, listeners, I wish to share with you some guidance and wisdom for this holiday season. If you have exceeded your credit card limit this Christmas, just start giving secondhand gifts. Increase its value by saying it's vintage. And if you're short on cash, and are unable to purchase gifts for your children this Christmas, just explain to them that Santa contracted COVID and is isolating himself at the North Pole. And hey, be sure to share this Christmas knock-knock joke with your friends. Knock-knock, who's there? Ho-ho, ho-ho-who? Hey buddy, your Santa Claus shtick could use some work. And for those of you who might have a rather deficient social life, when a friend asks if you have a date for Christmas Eve, just tell them, yes, December 24th. And have some fun this Christmas by dressing up your pet dog as a cat. Just don't be surprised when he no longer comes when you call him. Sorry, listeners, this is the best advice we can give you. 
Thus concludes our special Christmas episode. And now I wish to thank wholeheartedly every one of you for clicking onto our podcast, One Plus One Makes Two. Wishing you the very best Christmas and holiday season. Mother Nature, would you like to wish all our listeners a Merry Christmas too? As the Earth Mother, Mother Nature, no. However, as the showcase model for the North Pole Elfin community, I will wish everyone the mostest, bestest, merriest Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, Mother Nature. And now from our producer and technician, Danny Breelt. Merry Christmas, everyone, and thank you for listening to this podcast. <laughs>